Guys, it's that time again. Some of the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jazz Progressing, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Steve. And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle. And I am the pariah of the LIM, Pac Man. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got this week. Wait, you, you, you look blue. Would you call you yourself a Dabba Die? Would you call yourself you're the piranha of the LIM? That too, but I am the pariah of the LIM. I'm going through these chicken wings like a piranha, I'll tell you that much. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, we, okay what, what are we covering today? Oh, we got some results. Yeah, I don't know. Nubby, you were at uh, ARW this past Saturday. Pac-Man, you went to Wrestle League. How was Wrestle League? Uh, your first time going? It was my first time. It was fantastic. I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Yeah. Um, and then we also got, what, match cards uh, for D6 or Destination 6. Mm-hmm. Is that Dwight? In uh, McComb. Same thing. Uh, CSW and Power Entertainment. Um, cool. Uh, there was some shit that you guys have uh it's weird because this is probably the first time in a very long time where I have nothing to talk about, but you guys have a lot to bitch about. <laughs> like, my life is going so well right now. I got no complaints. And I don't know if that's ever happened for me. So, it's one of the things where Steve, which, by the way, last week, shout out to Steve for saying a lot of positive things about me. That's the Steve I like to hear about. Not the uh, negative Steve that we've been getting over the course of, uh, I don't know, two years since I've known him. I really don't know. It's been a while. The positive Steve. I like that. And I do appreciate him saying some kind words about me after we kind of talked about the uh, burial uh, commentary thing. Which uh, I got a lot more. I got a lot of good feedback on that. A lot of people kind of agreed with me where I didn't say really anything bad or negative. So uh, I feel vindicated. So I'm so happy about that, but I really have nothing to complain about as of yet. I think there's some shit that happened at Wrestle League that I'll probably bitch about, and there's probably some things at ARW that I may want to talk about, but right now I don't think I have anything negative to say. But uh, you guys, you guys had some pretty messed up uh, um, podcast incidents over the course of the last week. Fucking <laughs> Nubby, you got uh you got talked down to and Pac-Man, oh, you fucking whined like a bitch, man. To a hissy fit and everything. I mean, look, here's my my view on it. Oh, did you want to go first? I figured you let... Right, you know, no, no I don't really want to talk about it. Let Nubby go first. I don't really want to talk about it. Of course you, of course you fucking do, man. I do when I don't. No, you do, because if you didn't, you wouldn't uh, air your dirty laundry on the Lovely and Podcast, 
and you wouldn't uh, bitch about it while going through a car wash. So clearly, hey, I was you, cutting clearly a classic want... car. Pro. I was cutting a classic car promo, and it was the best means. place what to the, think about my. What is, I don't even know what that means. It's a classic car promo. What's what's that? To where you could kind of hear somebody as shit smacking against the car. No, it's like when you're in a car and you cut a promo. It's a classic car promo. Sometimes when I have a lot to say, I find different places to do my car promos. I once did a car promo in a combination KFC Taco Bell parking lot uh, drive through. I even ordered my food and paid for it mid promo. True story. I'll find it after. It just amazes me. It actually makes me feel happy that there was this whole big spiel, this whole big uh, thing that was stated. Probably a year ago, maybe a little bit ago, man, probably now a full year ago. Uh, maybe fall, winter last year. I don't know. Whenever you guys had a problem with me and I did nothing wrong, that era. Oh, no, earlier this year. Was that earlier this year? God, yeah, time so. time really doesn't fly, does it? Sure doesn't. <sighs> well, I was told that uh, that I, I, I'm causing problems within the LIM, and that uh, and that there's no way that the strength of the LIM will ever be, you know, affected. There'll never be a, a, a chink in the chain or a, a crack in the shield or whatever goofy-ass thing you guys used to say, or still say, all the time. And yet, it seems like it's you guys who are slowly killing your own creation. And it makes me feel better about myself knowing that I had no intentions of doing it. So clearly, I didn't succeed in anything I was accused of. But the strength of the LIM really isn't there anymore. And I think it has a lot to do with egos and shit. And I want ha- I want you to explain what happened on your show. I want people to go watch it, of course. You know, it's over available on YouTube. And I think it's available on your Facebook page. Is that right? I watch it on YouTube, so I really don't. Yeah. So go to your lovely Intoxicated Men's Facebook page. It'll be there. Go to your lovely Intoxicated Men on face- or, uh, YouTube. It's there. Listen to it. Hear everything because it's amazing when you have a guy like pac-man and double j and uh and dan dan doesn't even have a name yet right it's just dan no that is his name he's just danny yeah just danny um will put their their egos above everything else and then you got people like gabagool and uh the giggle monster who have this weird collusion together as they accuse other people of collusions, but like, but simultaneously colluding with each other about inductions into the LIM that you now stated don't exist. It's, it it's a, it's a, it's a farquag of bullshit. I don't even know if that's the proper term, but I just had it in my head. I'm like, I'm going to say this. Let me, let me talk about that first. Cause I posted yeah, yeah. that a while ago and, and here's why. Wait, what, so, post what, which one, the, the non-induction thing? That thing. Okay, is, is this where we want to begin with it? I do want to begin here. Can I do a Rion impression? Go for it. Okay, this is out of respect, but, sir, is this where you want to start this? This is where I want to start this. Okay. So Love, love you, Rion. Happy birthday, by the way. And happy belated birthday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, this past Sunday, right? Yesterday? The yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, happy belated birthday, uh, Rion. Uh, Tony Gabagool's childhood hero. Solid. Anyways, uh, Pac-Man, yeah, talk talk about talk about uh, talk about your guys' hissy fits. I'm excited to hear your your so, 
your 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 JFW style story of it. So I sat there after we recorded that show, and I'm going to get into the show, but I sat there after we recorded that show, and I really took to heart what Double J was saying. I was listening to everything he was saying, you know, with a lot of care, as you saw. And the one thing that stuck out to me was when he had said his first night there, he was asked to hold the camera so we can induct, at the time, the honorary use of LIM, who's now Smiley McGee. When when was this? What, what, this uh, what was uh, Harvest Havoc, so November. November of last year. Yes. Gotcha. And that was his first show. That was Double and, J's first show. And Double J's first show. But here's oh, the thing. Okay, gotcha. The reason why I kind of was hesitant is because it had nothing really to do with Double J. It had more to do with how often is he going to be able to come to these shows given how far he lives. Yeah. And that was why. I wanted to make sure that he was going to be able to commit to it before, um, you know, we considered inducting him. And that's a shoot. And, um, you know, after a while, I kind of saw how he was resonating with the group. And I've known him a long time, so I felt, okay, uh, you know what? No need for induction. You're just in. I'm just going to rubber stamp you in. No need to go through the, you know, the process of an LIM induction. I'm going to expedite this for you. So I did him a favor. And what did I get for doing that favor? I got third Wednesday's show that we recorded. And... You know, half the LIM won't talk to me after that. Like, the group chat has been read dead silent. I was the only member of LIM going to Wrestle League. I still had a great time without them, but it would have been nice to have them all together. Um, I had lunch with my dad and my brother. My brother took the entire pizza box. He didn't say a word. He just took the entire pizza box. My dad and I had to go to McDonald's. And he, the thing is, he made it so it was ordered to be Hawaiian-style pizza because that's his favorite kind of pizza. And that is not pizza. Ah, uh, that's garbage. It's garbage. That is garbage. It's it's like fruit. It's like a really shitty fruit salad is what it is. What, what I don't get, is this the same guy who says that Hawaiian bread is wrong because it's sweet? That is the same kid. But he's putting pineapple on a pizza? He puts pineapple on a pizza. Sweet? He's the most evil member of LIM putting pineapple on pizza. Make but it make sense, you, Danny. But when Come you on. eat the pizza, you get the sweetness of the pineapple. Right. But he bitches that sense. Hawaiian bread is kind of sweet. It doesn't add up at all. It doesn't. And I mean, you know, I talked, I think maybe it came to the fact that I called him out afterwards because I thought he was being a little rude to Nubby. Okay. So I think that was his way of getting back at me. So that's twice you got pizza stolen from you. Apparently, I just I guess I have this thing. The one I mean, thing the one thing I don't get though before you continue, the one thing I don't get is you sat there and your whole reasoning for JJ not to be inducted was because you were such good friends, you know each other for so long, he didn't need an induction. That's why it was never done. 
But you just said that the reason it never it deferred the beginning for the beginning it wasn't done was because you weren't sure how reliable he could be. We have a history. We go back some time. I just well, wanted yeah, to make sure but, he was going to be but, in it for it. But every time it was brought up on why there was no induction, you just said, we didn't need to induct you because we've known you for so long. Because you're you're a guy from what, the fucking the, the, the yard or the school. The neighborhood. Or, the, yeah, the neighborhood. But you just said, in reality, the reason you didn't induct him to begin with was because you had no faith in his reliability. Well, the thing is, he proved me wrong. Who proved you wrong? He did? Double J proved me wrong. He showed his dedication to Chuck Gunderson. When I saw that... But, what, but that's the thing, that you he... never said that. See, this is, this is how me and Steve get in these fucking problems. Because I'm trying to ask you a question about what you just said, and you're trying to ignore it. So here, I'll put it... I'll you put, go, I'll put no, it. hold on, hold on. You go onto your show several times, and get called out on the fact that Double J was never inducted. And every time you said he didn't need an introduction, he didn't need an induction because he's from the neighborhood. But you just said right now is yes, that was a reason, but there was a second reason. The original reason was you weren't sure how reliable he was. You never mentioned that before. I think my inside words popped out. I think that was a case of my inside inside words popping out. And uh, well, right yeah, now, what you just said—the truth. I, I, I your I, inside I, words pop out as you state it's a shoot. Yeah. So, so the honest reason that the, the induction never happened is because you didn't trust. You had no faith in him. That's what you I, just I, said. You had no sure. again. You had, had, you had no faith. Double J have history in the neighborhood. Yeah, but you said he was inducted because there was no faith. Now, if he lived in Joliet at the time, hell, if he lived right next door to the park, would you have inducted him that night? It may have happened. It may not have. But again, we will. We still did have that history, so I think I still would have been hesitant. Why? You said that the only reason you didn't induct him that night is because you didn't have faith in him. But later on, as you thought about it, you realized he doesn't really need an introduction. So you didn't have that mindset that night. I was drunk. Oh, but let me put it this way. This, this, is, this, is why, this is why people have a problem with your leadership, man. Let me I, get you, I, get, I get you want to blame it on drunkness. I understand that. And I will let you continue here in a minute. But here's the thing, man. It's like you're leading what, five... Five guys right now? Something like that, yeah. And three of them have a problem with how you're running shit? I think with Smiley, though, Smiley is more, um, I think he feels bad because he feels like he kind of caused everything that happened on Wednesday. Because remember, Smiley, or Double J was Smiley's guest on the show. Okay. We were supposed to be talking about wrestling. That was his way of bringing the LIM back together. So he thought, yeah. okay, wrestling brings people together. Us talking about wrestling, let's have Double J on to bring PX and Double J back on the same page. Yeah. And, I mean, I kind of got blindsided by it, and I think that kind of came out on Double J. But I will. I want to go back real quickly to... Uh, the moment that I realized that Double J was in for it for the long haul. Okay. 
And that was when I think people's true character are shown in times of crisis. Yeah. And there was a crisis in January where Brian and Joey of No Coast abducted Chuck Gunderson, our guy. Mm -hmm. And I saw how much it affected him. I mean, if you remember the day, like the day of the Royal Rumble, him and uh, Gila, they were out searching every Jewel Osco out there in the north, whatever that means, Josh. Um, but, uh, you know, I saw his dedication to what we were doing and what we were building. So I had no hesitations at that point. And I kept that confidence in him. Up until he started going on, disappears, then blames me for a gathering in the old neighborhood falling apart, which I'm going to talk about that a second because I'll tell you, I was away from that when that happened. So whatever happened with that had nothing to do with me. It was the people that were in charge of that that came in and had a different vision for it that nobody was going to agree with and nobody did agree with. So that was nothing to do with me because I had to step away due to a personal issue. So he wants to twist the history of all of that. That's fine. He wants to twist a lot of things, and he twisted a lot of things as we were trying to talk about wrestling. That's his prerogative. Mm-hmm. I think the term that's floated around is a spin doctor. I think that's a common yeah. phrase in yeah, our. Yeah, I've, I've been called circle. that a lot. I've been called that quite a bit. So, I mean, he's a if he's a if there's spin doctors, he's a, a spin proctologist because he's full of shit with everything he said. Nice, nice. I'm glad you wrote that down so you remember to say it. No, I just thought of that. On the <laughs> I was freestyling, yo. <laughs> Solid, bro. No, I I get it, man. And yeah, you know, people people will spin shit, you know, to their benefit. I understand that. I've seen it. I've been accused of it. Uh-huh. But you're fucking up, bud. As a, you're, you're, I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. You, you kind of came off as an asshole in your last show. A lot of times, you know, fucking JJ finally shows up, and you're just acting like he's non-existent. I think you muted him at one point. You oh, kicked him off. Simp. You kicked him off the that show was, at one point. That was Simp. Simp was trying to like divide us all. He's a world class. He's Tony Gabagool's world class hacker. Now, I haven't trusted him since day one when he came in. He can't show his face. What member of LIM doesn't show her show their face? How can you trust somebody like that? And yeah. I think I, I know who Simp is. He is somebody from the neighborhood. I don't. I haven't seen him since we were kids. And all of a sudden he comes in. So what are his intentions? He's deep faking my voice and putting words in my mouth of things I didn't say on past shows. Then he starts renaming people in the middle of the show, and you know, kicking Double J out and muting people. And it's like I was like, if you saw. When Double J was kicked out, all of a sudden, like, I just, if you notice, I stopped the podcast because I was like, where did he go? Because it was, like, really, really abrupt. 
And I think the thing is, he simp came on later on, and he caused so much more shit when he was in there. So that was just whatever that was. That was just a prelude of what was to come. Hey, Nubby. So, hypothetical question. Okay. Let's say you, me, and Pac-Man had a podcast. We do. And uh, Pac-Man was a shitty friend to you and never had you on the podcast. But I like you, and I have you on. So I invite you onto the podcast. He's shitty to you. And I have this guy who I hired who does my bidding, if you will, or helps me achieve goals that I need that are done. So he works for me. Me, the same guy that wants you here with us. And then there's Pac-Man who doesn't like you. And then you get booted from the conversation. What's more likely? The guy who works for me, doing my shit, kicking off a guy I like and I want on the show, or the douchebag who's bad-mouthing you that claims that he's innocent in all this? What's more likely? Hmm. This is a good question, actually, because I can see both happening. I mean, unless unless the simp has like his own like uh, his own thing that he's secretly trying to do to get the LIM to hate Pac-Man and put the blame on Pac-Man for doing it. Because obviously, let's face it, Pac-Man is the logical answer in this. It's the logical one. But unless Simp is trying to put that into people's minds, like, well, it can't be me. I worked for Gabagool. Why would I kick off a guy that my boss wants here? I mean, the thing is, I don't even know what sense Endgame even is here. Like, of course, it's like finding the mole. But who's, who's the mole, Pac-Man? I don't even think there is a mole. I have no idea what even happened that day. Uh, so why, why does Gabagool think there's a mole? I don't know. I couldn't tell you because he thought a lot of weird stuff was happening around the time of Wave 3, the uh, greatest wave. It was not. Um, but I think he was just frustrated at that and just was trying to find a reason and excuse and I say this with all love to Tony Gabagool, but to find a way to shift blame on however that wave turned out onto somebody else. Wave three? Wave three. Number wave three. I can tell you how wave three fucking uh, turned out. I, I hate you people. I figured it out around, you know, the time I... You guys, you guys, you guys tried to come at me with your, with your heaviest fucking uh, fist fucking giggle monster and failed. And it's just, you know, that's water under the bridge. Within hours, it fucking failed. This fucking dude comes at me that morning bringing you, we're we're throwing everything at you. We're laying down the gauntlet. We will not surrender. And then no more than 10 hours later, okay, we're going to have to, we're going to have to hold off on a minute. 
were kind of unprepared. It's like you ran out to the battlefield with a bunch of guns and no fucking bullets. I mean, he's second in command, but I don't think he was ready to be first at that point. Do you? Th- when that's you not look, how I would have handled. When you look at everything that's going on right now with the LIM, your issues, the issues between—I'm not going to say your issues, but the issues between you and JJ, because it's on both of you guys. It's not just on you, and I don't want to put that out there. So the issues between you and JJ, the issues between Gabagool and Danny, the issues between Giggles and fucking you know Simper. All of you have this fucking weird weave of issues with each other. Your second in command doesn't seem to do anything to make any of this better. So why is he still your second in command? I mean, I guess there are some things that need to be called into question after this. He he sits there and just watches all this shit fucking happen. He He doesn't try to encourage peace. So you just said something that might – you just got my brain going now. Me or, or Pac? You did. You did. Of course, of course it was me. Pac was ever going to make your brain fucking work. Yeah, I've eaten mac and cheese and talking – that. That's you, why this fucking I, dude wears tank tops. He has a one in three chance of getting the right fucking hole. Hey, my <laughs> my gym is opening up this week, so I, I'm, I'm breaking it in. <laughs> <laughs> It's it just like you kind of hit it with what you just said, though. What's um, that? He, Giggle Monster is letting it all happen as second in command, right? I think things started happening when he became second in command. Yeah, think about that. Here, here, here's here's something weird to think about, Tupac man. And I don't want to put anything in your fucking head, so I would take this with a grain of salt. Giggle Monster is the second in command of the LIM. You appointed him second in command. And his biggest problem was getting Gabagool on board. And now Gabagool is his biggest supporter, somehow. And it comes with Gabagool, Double J comes along with. Because they're tight. So is there a possibility, again, grain of salt, not saying there's anything, is there a possibility that maybe Gabagool is taking a run to be leader of the LIM? I mean, you got Simp, you got Simp, the world's greatest actor, works for Gabagool. You got Double J, who is very, he said it numerous times on your show, very close friends with Gabagool, loves Gabagool. So you got these two guys connected to Gabagool. And Gabagool is on the side of the Giggle Monster now. Slick Nick is never... What, what the fuck was Tricky Nicky, whatever the fuck he is? Slick Nick, yeah. Slick Nick now? Yeah. Quit changing your fucking names. Yeah, fucking... Yeah, Slick Nick, who just seems to kind of just wants to go with the way fucking the, the, the river fucking flows. He doesn't give a shit. And Danny's too focused on himself and defending that title against God knows who... Tony Capricole. Yeah. That was an epic title defense in New York. So when you look at when you look at all of these members, it looks like you're being squeezed out, brother. I mean, anything's possible. I'm gonna have to rewatch the footage and I mean with Gabagool I, I I've known him for a long time. He can be very Machiavellian with the way that he uh goes about his business. 
Um, I mean, anything is, is possible. Um, but end of the day, he's not the leader of the LIM. Double J's not the leader of the LIM. Danny may be the LIM champion, but he's not the leader of the LIM. Slick Nick is not the leader of the LIM. I am. He's not even there. Slick yeah, Nick is not even there. He's not, yeah, and that's the thing. Really ever there. Slick yeah. Nick, you're pulling a double J on us. Show up. Yeah, but uh, well, the difference is, difference is he got inducted. I mean, he got inducted. That's the difference, though. He's rarely ever there, but Healy's got inducted. But still. But Yeah, but still, of course. Of course. Of course. They're all members of the LIM. But then there's no more. There's officially no more LIM induction, so there's no more LIM members. And, and going back to circle back to that is because yeah. if Double J, after I expedited the process for him to join our group doing some real special stuff, Within the world of Rocket Pro, within the world of professional rest, uh, independent professional wrestling, um, and for him to be that ungrateful after everything we've done together, and then having that risk of having more double J's within the LIM, the group will fall apart quicker than that gathering. That's just my view. What I say goes. And the buck stops here. Yeah, you got anything to add to that, Nubby? I think it's going to take some other LIM, LIM members to step in and fix this shit. I'm going to make a, I'm gonna make a call. Okay. Thing I'm gonna I'm gonna get this to happen. We're gonna have a sit down. A sit oh down no no there. no no! Wait, we we tried that before. It ended up with Tony Gabagool getting hit oh, in the stomach. No, see, when I have a sit down, my sit downs, nothing happens. Nothing bad happens. You're all gonna sit down. You're gonna shut up. and You're gonna listen. Got it? Okay. I mean, whatever you think is best. You are a member of LIM. You are Chicagoland champion. Uh, for give me one second, let me tell you. Uh, 121. Yeah. All I gotta do is add seven to the number you said last week. I didn't say nothing last week. Yeah, you did. One fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say anything last week. It was said. By who? Somebody said it. No. Go back and listen to the show. It was said at some point in the show. I'll believe you. Yeah. Either that it was said before we recorded. I don't know. Either way, it was fucking said. But hey, at least you got the leader of the fucking LIM finally listening to an LIM member. So, hey, kudos. And the thing is, I, I listen to Nubby because unlike with Double J, like, Nubby and I have a lot of respect for one another. You know, when you were gone, Travis, that one week, he trusted me to help keep JFW going for that one week. And the train's going by. And that's the train that says that you know, we got to keep the train a-rolling when it comes to the LIM. And if this is what Nubby wants to do, I trust his judgment. And uh, we can certainly talk about getting something set with the rest of the LIM. 
We're gonna have it. We're gonna have it out. Oh, we'll have it out, all right. Fucking nuts. Make sure you check out the Lovely Intoxicated podcast that got released last week and is available on YouTube. Nubby, your turn. What uh, what problems do you got podcasting wise? Ah, uh, all right. So I was gets, on a podcast. It just gets better. It just gets I know, better. doesn't it? It doesn't it. <laughs> but it, you kind, I gave you. A little yeah. bit of information. Like I said, I said, I'm just happy that it's nothing. To, it's not me. This not time. not you for once. For like, 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 like everything is going positive in my life, and I that's amazing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. All right, so yes, you were on a podcast. I was on a podcast uh, recently called The Fourth Mother Box, co-hosted by my friends uh, Tom Oakry and Kyle Constantino, mm-hmm. or you know the Travis T and Pacman. That is me. Yeah, you're the ginger of this all. No, they're well. No, Tom's the ginger. He's the real Pac-Man? ginger. Hackman's yeah. the stealth stealth ginger. Yeah, I have a soul. Okay. Oh shit. Tom's gonna listen to that one, and he's gonna roll, rip you one. All right, so this is getting great. Start over. Who who is who now? All right, so on the fourth mother box, you got keep, Tom okay, Holtry. Keep, keep in mind. Keep in mind. I listened to the fourth mother box. I didn't watch any right. videos, so I don't know. Right. I did I, watch I, the video I'll you explain. sent me, so you just got to tell me who's right. who. I'll get you. I got you. So, fourth mother box, Tom Oakery, yeah. which which is the guy that sat in the middle of the video that I showed you. Okay, so he's like the main guy. Yeah, he's the main guy of fourth mother box. Is that and me? Then co- yeah. Okay, that's me. Okay. And then you got Kyle Constantino. Who's generally Pac-Man? Except I think Pac-Man is a little bit more intelligent. Okay, is that the ginger one? There. Well, okay. So Tom is the ginger, the real okay. ginger. Kyle is the stealth ginger. I want to be ginger, but he's the idiot of the podcast. He's the idiot of the podcast. Okay, so okay, so that's the Pac-Man. That's hear that, idea. Travis? I'm intelligent compared to Kyle. Yes. Yeah, because when because when Travis says something to you, you actually come back with something witty. I do. No, it's all and it dumb. Makes sense. No, 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 it's all dumb. It's just articulated better. Yeah, we'll go Thanks, with. Buddy, that. I take that as a compliment. It, it, it's still should, better. It was. It's still better than Kyle. It was. It's, right. it's like oh god, I can't even say. It. God, I wish we didn't live in the world we lived in. Anyways, go ahead. Right. So funny. It would have been so much funny. Okay. Now the video, the video I showed sent you was on another podcast called Jedi Talk, which Tom Oakery is another uh is on that show as another co host with two other guys. Hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. Pac Man. Fucking slow down, bro. Chew your fucking food before you shovel another spoonful in. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's really good math. There's eat. nobody around you to steal your fucking food. You're not at an orphanage. Slow the fuck down. Take some bites, man. I literally just saw you bite into a fucking chicken bone and shovel two fucking spoonfuls of mac and cheese into your mouth before you swallowed anything. I wasn't doing that before, and then we started talking about the lovely intoxicated podcast, so now I'm stress eating. I'm telling you right now, if you start to die, there's a 50-50 shot I'd do anything about it. Ooh, that's like a flippable coin. I like those odds. Exactly. Either I'm going to be like, okay, first off, I'm going to have to ask Nubby, hey, what's his address? And when he says, oh, I don't know, I'm like, neither do I. Now we got to watch him fucking die. 
because, he because since the gym hasn't opened up for him yet, he doesn't have the arm strength to give himself the Heimlich maneuver. I got a chair. God damn! I'll have to Google it as I'm suffocating. <laughs> slow the slow the fuck down while you're eating, man. Just yeah, JJ's not around to steal your food. So. <laughs> that's what. That's the other thing too. Yeah, just Stress slow the fuck down. I'm that I'm having flashbacks. God, you're shoveling. God, yeah, just slow the fuck down, brother. Hell, I'm, I'm trying to listen to Nubby, and here you are scarfing shit down. Like, slow the fuck down, bud. Great, it's great mac and cheese. I'll make you some next time. That's fine. Just fucking mute yourself. Go back to eating slowly, Nubby. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was All concerned. Right, so it's like it's like watching my nephew fucking eat. Like my god, chew. Go ahead, right. Nubby. So Tom Oakery of Fourth Mother Box also co-hosts another podcast called. Jedi talk, yes. which is, you know, Star Wars, and they talk, like, a bunch of other shit, too. So, uh, his co-host, Brad Hughes, um, listened to the fourth mother box that I was on. Yes, he did. Well, apparently I triggered him with something I said. So, if you don't mind, I would like to play the clip. Yeah, go for it, man. You're fine. All right. Let's play this clip. Pac-Man does not know how to eat fucking chicken wings. It's embarrassing. What are you talking about? You're fucking embarrassing. What did I do? God damn it. Nothing. What did, what did I do? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Fucking Nubby's talking. Don't be rude. I just split apart the little, the flat part. Yeah, you're fucking sticking your tongue through it like it's your girlfriend. Chill the fuck out with that, man. No, I just cracked it open. That's literally all I did. Oh, poor girl. Fucking mute yourself. Come on, Nubby. All right, so I don't have we the still, luxury. We, yeah, we still have it. We're, by the way, guys, we're 40 minutes into this, and we have yet to get to anything we got to do. All right, we're, we're going to try and keep this part. No, you're fine. Uh, you're, Nubby, don't, don't rush through anything. I want. We, uh, can rush through, we can rush through the results and fucking all the other shit. We're, right. We got time. All right. Go okay. ahead. So. All right, all right. So, so I don't have the luxury of a, of a soundboard, so this is the best I can do. Uh, speaking of fourth mother box, the open of fourth mother box. So you wanna you wanna talk to our buddy Mike up there, who's a Jedi talk listener. I'm like Mike, dude. I, I I don't even know where to begin. I was drinking when I was listening to this show, and I was just texting Tom like, "What in the fuck am I watching?" So how long have you known him, Mike? Since like the third grade, so twenty five over twenty five years. Um, I, uh, you I don't want to. I can't think so. I don't. Well, we saw. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not shitting on you as a person, but I just think you don't know, make better choices. Uh, the, the one particular thing you were talking about, like, I, I don't I don't want to do this. I don't okay. want to, I don't want to do it. Okay, I don't, I don't want to that's do fine. it. I, I thought I did, and then I I can't find I, I can't make it funny. It's just gonna come up like a big con. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna leave it. I'm trying to be funny. I'm not. I'm really not being mean, but I don't think I can find a way to do that right now. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Fourth hey. Box does have an awesome new video intro, though. I love that video intro. Thank That's you. Nice. Yes. Things are cooking over there on Fourth Motorbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Cooking. Cooking. YouTube's hey, YouTube's are cooking. Look at me. Never have that guy on the podcast again. <laughs> There's your joke. There's a real. Never. Oh, I do. I do have one thing. Okay. Hey, Mike. You can compare things that don't go together. Because that's the point of comparing them. If you're if you're if you're comparing two things that are the same, there's no point in comparing them. The same, other, same. You guys were talking about 
something. He was like comparing. Can you compare it? Oh, Dark Knight to Batman. Was that what, was that what it was? Oh, I said, um, yeah, yeah. I said, do you like the Batman better than the Dark Knight? You definitely can compare those. You should be able to because they are both Batman movies, right? Those two things are fairly similar. I, I don't think he understands what comparison is. I think he may have gotten dropped on his head a few too many times. Too many times. So did I. Just fuck that sentence up. <laughs> Uh, we can talk. That was a rough watch, Mike. You are not fit for podcasting, my friend. Hey, you have one. Let's let's end it right now. We've done five thousand episodes. No one's watching, right? Hey, what Jedi talk? No, no. Oh. The turtle talk over. No one's watching. Turtle talk. This fucking show. Hey, hit that up, guys. Turtle talk. Stop it. Stop podcasting. You're terrible. At Jedi Talk Podcast on Instagram. No, at me. Slash me. Jedi Talk. Oh, you, you changed your name back. I saw your, now your brand from Jedi Talk. Yeah. So, okay. So. <laughs> what did he really call me out on? Honestly. I, I, I wish I fucking knew. Like I said, it, it, was, it was like he wanted to say something and then he backed out of it because... He didn't want to come off like a dick, and yet he still kind of came off like a dick. Exactly. Like, if, like if you're going to be a dick, just just fucking go for it. Steve said it perfectly last week, man. It's like, I just I just say shit. I got no filter. And, that, and it's true. I'm also at a point in my life where I don't care how people feel about me. And when I talk, it's just it's honesty or it's my opinion. If you can't appreciate my opinion, then it is what it is. But that's the thing. It's like, he wanted... He wanted to say something, but he couldn't say it because he wanted to make it funny. But if he was to say it, he was going to sound like a dick. So he's not going to say it. But then he goes on this three-minute-long spiel about how you need to not podcast. So, so what what was the dick thing you didn't want to say? Right. It's like, why why would you hold back? You don't You don't hold back on Kyle. And, I mean, you rip him a new one every time, and he... Kyle can never come back with anything because he's not intelligent. Mm-hmm. But uh, you held by, back on something. I don't know. I could take it. I mean, I got thick skin because I'm fat. I mean, is that I what he it. meant? I, I see. Tom laughed when he said that, and I, I assume it's a fat joke. But I, what do I know? Right? I should just stop podcasting because yeah. I don't know shit. Yeah. I mean, it could but, be okay. That, it could be that hard outer shell, though. Right. But um, the comparison part, it, it's not it, – I know you can compare anything together, yeah. whether it's the same or different. I get that. It's just a different perspective I have when it comes to the Batman movies. Hey, we lost Pac-Man. Ain't that something? And I did not do it this time. He did not do yeah, it this power, time. Oh, he showed up. power cut out. I don't give a awesome. fuck. Nobody's talking, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, but I'm back. But I, so I get told. Here's, here's the thing, Pac-Man. Just because your power goes out doesn't mean the podcast fucking stops. I'm not waiting for you, Holmes. When it comes back on, just jump back on. Shut your mouth and let Nubby talk. You talk about how like you respect Nubby and you appreciate Nubby and shit, and yeah, you're fucking interrupting him. And because of that, you made me interrupt him. So both of these are on you. Go ahead, Nubby. All right, so, and then he says I should stop podcasting. Um, well, I, I think I'm pretty good at it, as since I've been on JFW, the downloads have been pretty high. I mean, yeah. people people, yeah. people want to see Turtle. Yeah, they do. And 
here's what I'll say to Brad. Look, look, buddy, you're a great podcaster. I'm not going to deny that. I love your show. Even when Tom's not on it, you guys are great. You and Evan, awesome guys. But if you're going to do video, maybe you should wear clothes that match. Tight pink shorts with a gray shirt, not a good look, bro. Not a good look. Well, it's not and then Labor Day. I don't know what that means. Irrelevant. I know. And then you're holding the microphone like you're sucking on a... Well, you know. I'm not going to say it. Popsicle? Yeah, we'll go with that. Popsicle. Salad. Like a rocket. You don't need... You don't need the microphone that close to your mouth. I mean, I know... Hey, what you do in the bedroom is your your business, but you don't need to show it on uh, Jedi Talk. Just saying. Yeah, land there all doing karaoke and shit. I mean, it's like you're ready to eat it. I don't know. There's nothing coming out of it for you to swallow. Just saying. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he had. Uh, it was. It was goofy, man. Just like I said, I mean, like it, it was just weird how he he was about to say something, and I really wish I just knew what he wanted to fucking say. Me too. Be- because if he was trying not to be a dick, and then he just. I mean, unless that's what it was, and he just said, "Fuck it, let's roll with it." Then okay, you came off like a dick. Big fucking deal, you know. It's but no, it's just it, it sounded like it was more of a personal attack on you than it was any informative opinion that he had. The comparison thing, I don't fucking get. I I don't remember that part, so I don't I don't understand what the Dark Knight Batman comparison issue was. Like, did you say you couldn't compare the two? Um. So, in in my eyes. I have, like, a different way of thinking. Okay. Um, so, or in my brain, not my eyes. Well, well, in my eyes, I see things differently. There we go. I can't, I gotta stop podcasting, damn it. Um, so, I feel like the, so, the new Batman came out, and it's completely different, you know, characters and all, or different yeah. people playing the characters. Uh, uh, Twilight Gun. Pattinson, or Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Pattinson, yeah. yeah. So... People are trying to say that it, like, they're comparing it to Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I just don't see a comparison in it because the characters are way different. Yeah. Like, if you were to put the Joker, even though Joker was showed up at the end but not actually showed up, um, if he was in the vid- in the movie, like, full-time, yeah, maybe you can compare it because Joker was in the Dark Knight. Yeah. I I just see things a little bit differently than most it's a different perspective but i get it that what they're saying like you can compare it like say you're gonna rank all the batman movies that's different yeah see okay so what you're saying is is the discussion you guys had was the two movies are comparable and then they're similar it wasn't like you're comparing and contrasting the two it wasn't like you're sitting there saying oh well this suit had this and this suit had let's compare the differences like because that's what this that's what it came off as. Like they're talking about how that you weren't willing to compare the two movies, and that's not what it is. Is what the state what the conversation was is it was comparable, like it was comparable, like it, it like it was similar to. Like that's better, like about. which one was better? Okay, like for yeah. me, I can't. I, I would have to actually let's say if I were to rank it all the yeah. Batman movies and put either this one on top or the other one, I'd have to watch it, you know, more more than just once. 
Well, Batman well, I, Robin's at the top. George Clooney, come on now. You can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Fuck no. Well, well, I, yeah. God, no. I, okay. I just feel like because the Batman, it was the first one of, I, I hope there will be two more mm-hmm. in the trilogy, you know? Whereas Dark Knight was number two of the trilogy. For me, I'd rather compare Batman Begins to the Batman. Because they were the first ones of... Did, okay, the new the the new Batman Begins. And, not well, the it's original not called, well, it's not called Batman Begins. This is just called The Batman. What, but wait, Batman Begins... One? Batman Begins is the one with Christian Bale. Yeah, but isn't isn't Batman Begins also the second one that had the Beetlejuice guy in it? Oh no, that was Batman Returns. Never mind. Sorry. That's not me. Sorry. Don't mind him. He has a bad memory. There's Batman. There's too many fucking Batman movies, man. There's like a dozen of them, and there's like fifteen Batmans in twelve fucking movies. Right. Uh, What do you got? Hold on. Hold on. You got you got got fucking Batman. That was Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Batman Returns, that was Michael Keaton. Yeah. And the Batman Forever, that was Val Kilmore. Yep. And the Batman and Robin, that was George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And then he had what? Okay, so Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, which were all Christian Bale. Yep. And they got this Batman. Oh, I'm sorry, no. The, but then there was Superman vs. Batman and the Justice League, which were fucking... Uh, not Matt Damon, ben, the other guy. But Ben Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. And now yeah. you got Robert Pattinson. Yeah. It's because I get a fucking title wrong. I mean, come on now. I basically what I so yes. yeah, you can compare, mm-hmm. but I just I'm seeing it from a different perspective. Yeah. Of course, you can, you can compare anything. You can yeah. compare Pac Man to Kyle. So I compare Pac Man to an interrupting piece of shit. What are you talking about? I didn't interrupt. Why is your fucking video not on? Because I'm stress eating. Mm. Hell, I am stuff. This, this okay. is why. This is why we can't put fucking videos out on YouTube. <laughs> so basically, it's all all this. Brad, again, do better for video. Have your clothes match and keep the mic away from your mouth a little bit more. Is that me? I... Kyle, you still suck, by the way. And Jedi is Jedi. Uh, Last Jedi is still canon. <laughs> Anything Ooh. to add to that, Pac-Man? We're good. Why are you? Wait, hey, Pac- wait, Pac-Man, you're a Star Wars fan. I am. Uh, do you like the Last Jedi? Eh, not really. It's you are you are Kyle. They went way like too Kyle. far away with the lore in that one. Uh, well, maybe the heat will come off of me now. Can we talk about real wrestling? Can we talk about let's wrestling? Let's talk wrestling. Now? Let's talk wrestling. Yeah, we got we got a lot of shit we got to get into. But yeah, let's do this. You go. You guys both had some some solid issues that I'm glad we we're able to cover this week. And <laughs> just to reiterate to everybody, my life's going pretty damn good right now. So, score one for travesty. Hey, speaking of issues, do you know who else has some solid issues? Who's that? Carter Comics. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> if I'm the check clear, man, it's fucking whatever it is. Like. <laughs> Anyone want to try the uh, plug? You guys want to give it a shot? I messed it know. up. Yeah, fuckers, goddamn it! <laughs> bunch of bunch of goddamn Dizzle Jays. <laughs> Fucking god. <sighs> the remainder of this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether it be graded or raw, Carter Comics has got them all. All you gotta do is go to cartercomics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics, again, graded or raw. At checkout, you use discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% on your entire order. That's right, it's a discount code, not a promo code, and why is that, Nubby? Because uh, promo codes don't last long. That's so the right. one night stand gone wrong. That's yeah. right, it's a shoot your shot and you fucking get one chance at it. Discount codes, however, you can use it over and over and over again. So if you purchase this week, use our discount code. You can use the discount code again next week. Not just at their website, but four different eBay accounts that they run. And the links to all those accounts can be found on the homepage at cartercomics.com. Again, use that code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order of cartercomics.com, graded or raw comic books. Thanks, Pac-Man. I got you, buddy. Uh, oh, yeah. actually, that was actually a good uh, way to do that. You, you segue that really well. The segue, I'm like, I was sitting there, and I'm like, man, it's right there. If I don't do it, I'm gonna regret it when I listen to this back. <laughs> well, it only took right. fifty some odd minutes to get into it, but yeah. All right, we got Wrestle League and we got ARW. What do you guys want to do first? I think I'll start with ARW since I'm on a roll right now. All right, cool. Let's do it up, man. We got. All right, so ARW. What the fuck, Pac-Man? Oh, yeah, you know when you said I was interrupting? Yeah, I was saying, bless my soul, Nubby's on a roll. Like, like in the, her, I'm going to shut up now. You just destroyed all these friendships. Go ahead, Nubby. All right, so ARW had a show this past weekend called Survival of the Fittest. Joey Boom Boom came out, uh, start, he start off the show, welcomes everybody, and announces that he'll be ring announcing for the night. So, we got to see Joey Boom Boom for all the night, all night. So, alright, so, uh, Scotty Forever Young came out, issued, uh, in, a challenge in the Forever Young Invitational. Alright, any guesses on who, uh, answered the challenge? Doink, the clown. Well, you might be close. Ah, uh, jeez. I don't want to have anything here. Who, who, who offered the challenge again? I'm sorry. Scotty Forever Young. Scotty Forever Young. Who's that? He's a guy from Michigan, I believe. Michigan, okay. And there's an open challenge. If I had a guess... Oh, God. I know. I, I see the guy. I just can't remember his fucking name. It's, uh, fucking you worked with him. I worked with him. Yeah. I don't work with anyone. And that fucking dude, dark hair, uh, beard or goatee. He was gone for a while and came back. Gone for a while, but came back. The former Indiana State champion. Oh, Dave Allen. There we go. That wasn't him. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's my guess. All right. So it ended up being the Mash Brothers coming out. And um, Joey Boom Boom, who's essentially in charge, uh, said only one of them can be in the match. Uh, one of them was too drunk from the moonshine, so the other two had to uh, settle it. And um, I guess they did uh, Paper, Scissors, Rock. Um, so Jedediah of the Mash Brothers um, accepts the challenge. Um, he had some moonshine throughout the match. But none of that mattered because Scotty Forever Young took advantage of a situation and uh, got the win over Mash uh, over the Mash Brother. Yeah, uh, you might want to keep your moonshine away from the ring; it, it, it's too distracting. Who uh, who who do you think is more fucked up, them or uh, Diesel Tracks and uh, what the fuck's his name? Oh, Sean Danger. Sean Danger, yeah. Who's the most fucked, fucked up? up? Yeah. Um, it's a toss-up, because both can be really fucked up at times. God, I want to see a tag team match between them. Make it happen, any booger out there. Yeah. Uh, IPW, Wrestle League. Yeah. Pac-Man, get in in touch with RPW. The match isn't even going to come down to who's going to pin who who first. It's who's going to sober up first. That's how you determine the winner. Right. Uh, All I am is the field sobriety testers. Let's go. <laughs> uh, BJ Porter made his return to ARW. Good to see him. Uh, Kazile took on Josh Moon. A uh, lot of back and forth stuff. Uh, Josh Moon almost had the win, but Kazile, of course, wins because uh, he's a big man and he likes to fork around, if you will. He has a giant fork now. A big fork? Josh, a big fork. But Josh Moon had a spoon. Mm, that moon spoon, bro. You got to watch out for that fucking moon spoon. Um, so what it was, Josh Moon was getting ready to win, but um, I happen to be, you know, I'm standing over by commentary with my notes, and I look over and I see uh, your boy, Chavez, with his girl. It's just lurking around. Not my, not my fucking boy. He, um, he, like uh, everyone else, I barely fucking know the guy. <laughs> um, his girl, which I'm blanking on the name, it was said, but I forgot, so I'll, I don't apologize. Um, you forgot his girl's name? Yeah. Chiat. He might come after. He might come after me. Yeah. Saw her before. There's a new hot girl. I don't know. I forgot. I don't remember people. We can't. We can't. We gotta have a name. Last time, last time I saw him come into the ring, I think it was an outdoor event, right? And there was two girls at that one. Yeah. So yeah. the one, just the one. Oh, the one. Oh, yeah, that narrows it down. Fifty-fifty shot. I'm being right. Yeah. Perfect. Good thing I didn't say the dark-haired one. <laughs> um, she she caused a distraction, and then Kazile takes advantage and got the submission on Josh Moon. Uh, after the match, uh, Chavez comes in the ring and cuts pretty good promo. You might actually give him props for it. Maybe. Depends yeah. on your mood. I'll listen to it. Is it up on, uh, no, I, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't checked yet, but, uh, no. No. so, um, 
he uh, pretty much says Kazile is with him now. Um, the Horde is done. It is now Cult Classic. So I'm interested to see what happens there. Uh, but then um, when uh, Josh, the, um, he's the commentator, didn't try to do another like interview with Chavez and wanted to ask him a question, he didn't like the question, so he got in Josh's face, only to be saved by Joey Boom Boom. You know, there's history there. And then he took off. Oh, fucking that. Yeah, so they do got the video up and everything, so I can listen to his promo later. But look at that fucking uh, Morticia-looking fucking motherfucker. God damn. <laughs> what the hell is he staring at? Oh, my God. Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so Cute next. Cute girl. Uh, girl. Good for Chavez. Fucking man. Good for him. All right. We're about to get into some shit now. So the tag titles were on the line. As it was twist and flip taking on the scumbag army of Max Sinister and BLW. Yeah, real quick. Um, you, 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 you've been at the AOW show, so you know better than I do. That box, I, I just saw. So the box that he had in the ring with him and Kazile, uh, Judas, is that the same box that had the Max and BLW stuff in it from a couple of shows ago? Um, I want to say yes. So, not, so, so is there a connection with them as well? I maybe. I mean, if you uh, saw what happened at ARW after mm-hmm. this tag match, maybe. Gotcha. Okay, we'll go. Ahead. I was just, I was just curious. I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything as I'm trying to connect all the dots on what exactly fucking Judas is doing. So, Scumbag Army ended up retaining the tag team titles. So no surprise there. I mean, twist and flip. They were twisting and flipping around too much. And got They got their ass kicked, let me tell you. Um, then uh, Rat J Flywheel got in the ring, uh, introduces and welcomes back Youth Gone Wild after being suspended for a couple of months. Then they introduced the Freebirds, Tristan Hayes and Buddy Roberts Jr. And what we thought was going to be an induction into the scumbag army. Induction. <laughs> no, no, no response to that. Okay. I, got um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I lost the train of thought on that one. Bad, bad, bad podcasting on my part. Um... Uh, Tristan Hayes grabbed the mic and declines the offer. Or no, um, actually no, it was Buddy Roberts who just declined the offer. And then um, Flat Dre, uh, Flywheel gets wants to know why. So Tristan Hayes get grabs the mic and tells him what happened, what what hit, what's on his mind. So this is where it gets crazy. Um, Tristan Hayes went to the Lake Station Police Department. And it turns out there's a partial partial match of a fingerprint on an item that was found. Can you maybe guess who that was? Flywheel. Good guess. Did I guess right? Yeah. 
Oh damn! Fucking look at me go. He looks like a little fucking thief. Come on now. Well, My shady motherfucker. It was then um, revealed that it was Yukon Wild and the Flywheel taking the stuff because under Yukon Wild's hoodies were the vests of the Freebirds. Oh, that's yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I've known you gone wild for a long time, and as they got older, they got meaner. I never expected this though. No, to be that's... thieves, to be a bunch of thieves, to guys that they looked up. To. I mean, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's crossing the line. That's... Yeah. I mean, I thought the chair shot was to Tristan a few months ago that got. You know, you gone wild suspended was bad, but to find out that they stole their stuff and what, and then they're trying to get them in the scumbag army. It's like, what? What are you trying to do now? What's the end game here? Or even what, the start? What are you trying to do? What What happened after they revealed the vest? Well, the it looked like they were about to get into a fight, but um. At the time, Buddy Roberts was already out of the ring, and then Tristan said he's not even... I guess they were issued... The Scumbag Army, Youth Gone Wild, they issued the challenge, I think. Um, my mind's crazy on this one. A lot happened. Uh, but Tristan said he's not even medically cleared to wrestle. So he went to walk away, then Flywheel attacked him. Shady motherfucker, man. I told you. Yeah. And um, then all of a sudden, um, Machine, who was sitting in the crowd, minding his own business, decided to come in the ring and, like, you know, motherfuck everybody. Like, what the fuck's going on? Motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. Cause, and then Max and Bao were trying to hold everybody back as well. They looked shocked as hell about everything that was going on. And then the locker room came out. You saw uh, VJ Price and everything. They're all separating them. And then big melee, all kinds of shenanigans and chaos, man. Not Johnny Chaos. The chaos was embraced. Embrace the chaos! So, um, I don't know what happens here, but... So, from your perspective... My perspective. It, it I looked like Holiday knew nothing about it. I'm I'm assuming because they were on the other side of the ring, out you know, on the floor watching everything happen, and they were actually trying to pull away uh, the Freebirds. Well, if I know Holiday like I know Holiday and I do, we're uh, fucking Biffles, if you will, be best friends for fucking life. Biffles. Um, he wouldn't do anything like that. He obviously knew nothing about the the thieving that was happening because he wouldn't stand for that, no matter how sinister he is. It's a good fucking dude, kind hearted dude, dude, church going dude. I'm assuming he is a he is a sinister, so I can assume he goes to church. Yeah, church yeah. For sinister. He's, he's like he's like a he's more like a vigilante sinister though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's my hero. It's everybody should be everyone's fucking hero. I would never yeah. want to take a boot name suit. No. No, fuck no. But I if I have to, I have to. 
Well, I might see Pac-Man taking one, though. What did I do? Just just being you, bro. Oh, okay. I don't want to get hurt, though. <laughs> who, was, uh, who was that one guy on Facebook that you said that, uh, oh, yeah, it was uh, Muggsy. I, how you want to follow Muggsy. Nothing to do with his wrestling ability, though. Hey, it is, okay, it is to do with his wrestling ability, but, like, the fact that the man has a great taste in Chicago-based beers, because I found out that the man drinks old style. Yeah, you know, we actually talked about that on um, on this freaking show this past week, and how it hasn't been made in Chicago since, like, 2009. But it's iconic for this area. Yeah, but, I mean, it started in Wisconsin, it's been in Wisconsin this whole mm-hmm. time, and now it's... Move into a different part of Wisconsin. I care about that, yeah. Yeah, just because it's a Chicago, you know, just because Chicago loves it. I mean, Chicago-based fucking beer. I mean, I got Yanglings in my fridge. Doesn't mean that it's an Illinois-based beer. You're a, you're a Yangling. You're. I know you are, but what am I? I'm gonna fucking fire. <laughs> you. That's where you are. You're gonna be fucking fired. That's where you'll be. I don't want to do All that. All right. That's so, what I thought. So intermission happens after all that <laughs> happened. Um, during intermission, a familiar face shows up. Former heavyweight champion Nick Cutler. I did watch this video. Yeah. I did like his speech. That was very cool. He said goodbye to the fans the right way. Um, and now he's just Nick Harmon. Yeah, there's no more Nick Cutler. He's gone. Yeah. He'll always be Nick Cutler to me. No, he's gone. Nick Cutler's gone. I'm always going to enjoy Nick Cutler, man. Respect the promo, bro. Cutler is gone. The, I, I'll just call him Nick Harmon in the, to his face, but in my heart, he's Nick Cutler. Savage. Is that like how you call and, me? Hey, oh. hey, if you want to get a house, go see Nick Harmon. He's, he, he's a real estate guy. That's Good right. guy. Go to him. He, he'll sell you some lemonade, too. Keep that in mind, Pac-Man, when you're ready to move out of your mom's basement. Hey, it's a nice basement. You dweller. All right. All right, so um, Joey Boom Boom comes back out and basically says that streaming is in the near future for ARW. All right. uh, Wade Evans um, took on Donovan Ruiz. Uh, Wade Evans is, of course, a jerk horse. Did they, have, um, did they have this match? Was this the intermission match? It's right after intermission. Uh, it should have been during intermission. There probably been just as much interest in a Wade Evans match during intermission than it would follow it, it, an intermission. It should have been the dark match before the fans show got were welcomed in the door. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, workhorses were actually I forgot to mention the jerk horses. My bad. Uh, they were doing commentary for the entire show. Um, they welcomed, you know, they came, but they did go out with Wade. And during the match, uh, the referee saw the work jerk horses getting involved and threw them out, threw them out of ring, at, out of ringside. So they went back to commentary. And Wade Evans uh, lost. Ha <laughs> Nice. You know, everyone says that Wade Evans is the better workhorse. I'm starting to doubt that. No, it's the he mouth breather. Win. The mouth breather is the best workhorse. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey Peterson, he's no, talking about you. Yeah, I'm talking about the other one, yeah. 
Not not what not the mean? one who flexes with the arms of you. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah. Do me a favor real quick. Take your take your glasses off. Do that again, and then like jaw drop a little bit at the same time. Okay. I'm gonna do it for the bit. Fuck it, do it, man. Yeah, there we go. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> the dude wants to shave his head, man. Surf flex fuck- a lot. Good old surf flex a lot. Yeah, that, that dude's a putz. Now, fucking fucking Mikey. He's he's the he's the best of the three. He's also the leader. I mean, I know people are, I know how they talk about, like, you know, they're all fucking, you know, at the same level. No, fucking Peterson's the fucking leader. That's obvious. He does all the talking. So, yeah, yeah. maybe he is the leader. He's 100% the fucking leader. I mean, at IPW, he did all the talking. Yeah. I wish yeah. he Dude. didn't, but he did. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you had to compare it to anyone, uh, you got, you got Mikey, who's like, uh, like Triple H. And then you got uh, off Evans. Of, off the of wish list. Yeah. And then you got Evans, who is, you know, kind of like a, a little DX Rick Rude. And then you got the the other one, who I can't remember his fucking name, who's like oh, China. Oh, Flex a lot? There we go. It's like China. You know. There's no, there's, yeah, there's no triple. I don't know. I don't know. So, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, when, you get, when you compare by, by the level. Okay, so uh, let's see. Mikey's like Heath Slater. Okay. And then you got Evans, who's like Jinder Mahal. And then, uh, you big got, flexy. uh, they got the, yeah, Big Flexi, who's, who's, uh, who's Drew McIntyre, the 3MB. But there's always a fucking leader, and clearly that's fucking, uh, that's Peterson. It's gotta be, because he, he, yeah. again, he's the one with, um, the mouth, with the big mouth. Yeah, yeah. I wonder when they're gonna defend those trio titles. Like, they haven't had a title defense since they won them, right? Uh, they they twice since this whole, yep. whole time. Oh, we're cutting out. We're not cutting out. It's you. you are. Nope. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine over here. We're we're this we're is... moving we're moving forward without a problem. You're the one interrupting this with your own shit. He froze. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> See, this is why you guys are so yeah. similar. Not only in appearance, but the ability to get through a podcast without freezing up. Sim all your is all cutting your shit, out my Wi-Fi. All your shit is dropping onto this motherfucker. The hairdo and the fucking internet connections. No, that's it. I, I haven't had any issues, and all, all of a sudden I'm having issues tonight, and Simp is, is the cause of all of this going on. God. <clears throat> Anyways, okay, so what, what happened in Evan's match? He lost? Yeah, he lost. Go fucking figure. Okay. Go, go figure. And he'll probably blame the ref or something. So, something wasn't right. All right, then we had the family prospects versus the family. Muggsy, Jay City, and Mike Morris versus Ivan Manson versus Old School Manson versus we thought it was going to be Screwball because he came out first, but ended up being Braun the Lumberjack, which now proves without a shadow of a doubt that Braun the Lumberjack is not Screwball. So stop that conspiracy. He is not Screwball. Yeah, back, man. Um, this wasn't an elimination, elimination match. 
um, order of informa- uh, information of elimination information. See how I did that? Um, oh, wait. Charlie Jr. was the referee. Who called that? I believe I called that. Solid, solid call. Solid fucking call, bro. Yeah. All right. First one to be eliminated was Mike Morris of the Prospects. Then it was Old School Manson of the original. Then Jay City of a Prospect. Braun, who was the next one. So it was one-on-one between Muggsy and Ivan, but my Ivan got the win and was the sole survivor. And then after the match, we thought that the Prospects were finally going to get their patch. But they attacked the prospects and said they're not ready. Honestly, I think Muggsy should have got it, at least. He's the tougher of the prospects. The toughest one, he deserves the patch. And he drinks old style. Yeah, Muggsy should have gotten it, like, right off. And then, let's see, uh, four-way number one contenders match. Uh, JPH took on VJ Price. Uh, Nick Diamond with Eric Schultz. Eric Schultz was there, along with Willie. And Danger Mask. We saw a combination of a Boston Crab, Chinlock, and Sleeper all in one. But the winner was JPH, so he is number one contender. Um, they after the match, Diamond and Schultz attacked everybody except JPH, and um, Willie announces they are called the program. We got some stables forming. I think it's time for uh, a little um, somebody with a shell to come in and. Um, Stop these uh, people. But hey. Oh, yeah. I- I'm waiting. I'll wait for the call. You talking about uh, Bombshell Shelly? Uh, see, see what I did there? There we go. Thanks, so. Appreciate that. Although, she would make a good April O'Neil. Eh. <laughs> Leave that. We'll put that in my pocket. Um, oh, by the way, uh, Dave West says uh, Travis sucks eggs. Who's Dave West? Surflex a lot. Oh, Janetti? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. And then for the heavyweight title was James Cree defending his championship against Isaiah Moore, the human highlight. Uh, Creed got the win, and then after the match, JPH came out and attacked Creed, and then uh, stood over Creed with the belt. And everyone went home. <clears throat> you thought you, you you think JPH would fucking learn from uh, his his pitfalls against Creed at SCW? You would think, but JPH doesn't learn. He's never learned in his life. Hi, mm. Nubby. Wrestle League. Uh, no, that's Pac Man. What did I say? You said Nubby. Yeah, same shit. That's, that's twice now in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, same same shit, different internet problems. But I think Pac-Man I just, said, no, said uh, Nubby was the hot girl or something. Mm, the new hot girl. I did say that. 
Oh, you admit to that, but you won't admit to some other. I did it. It was it was an accident, though. That was an accident. That was an accident. <laughs> that was accidental. So was, <coughs> so, so was I, but that's another story. My dad said I was an accident once before. I believe that. All right, Pac Man. Rapid fire. Man. Let's go. All right, hooked up to Ethernet, so I'm all set. So first match was EJ Swanson versus Bugs Moran. And uh, Bugs won with a lion salt and picked up the win. Uh, next match, we had Ruthless Rockin' Rivera versus Shaq Jordan. At one point, Rockin' tries to take the turnbuckle pad off, but that was just to distract the referee so he could low blow him, hit his finisher on Shaq, and Rockin' picked up the win. The next match we had was Kid Lab versus Joey Jet Avalon. Versus Motivation Mike. Uh, Motivation Mike cut a promo before the match to urge Kid Lat to team up with him to take out Avalon, but at the same time, he also acknowledged that Kid Lat has so far decided not to do that. And since he refused, he just told Kid Lat that it was going to be every man for themselves. Eventually, they do actually work together in the match, and it got to a point where Joey Jet Avalon was taken out of the ring by Kid Lat and Motivation Mike teaming up together. Um, but after they fought for a little bit, Motivation Mike and Kid Lat fought for a little bit, Joey Jet Avalon managed to get a hold of Kid Lat and hit a tornado tombstone on him, going on to the number one contenders match. And this was the first of two. Next we had Adonis and Capri. Versus Rozzy and Alfredo, um, and Rozzy and Alfredo beat uh, Adonis and Capri. The next match was for the Proven Championship uh, between Hot Rod, Daddy Andy, the champion, and Russell Alltime. Now, if you remember before the match, Russell has been talking a lot about how Andy cheated him out of his last opportunity, which Hot Rod, Daddy Andy denied. But it was really, really competitive, and Daddy Andy hit a low blow on Russell while the referee was down. So to me at that point, I felt like when Santino must have felt when No Coast turned on Chet Gunderson. Very evil tactics from Hot Rod. And he retained. Hot Rod went evil? Hot Rod went, uh, he cheated to win. Mm. And I'm still processing it. I mean, I still cheered for him and everything. I don't know. Does that make me heal now? Of course. Ed. See if I can... nah, but in any case... Poor judge of character, really. I mean, maybe maybe I'll go heal now with Andy. I mean, if Santino did, I can. Trust me. If you go heal with anyone, it ain't going to be fucking you, buddy. Well, if, well if you know... Evil turtle. Oh. Evil turtle. Evil turtle. Alright. Now. That's his nuts slapping together, by the way. <laughs> we had Sierra versus Brittany K next. And Sierra defeated Brittany K with a spear. 
course she did. We then had another number one contenders match between Joey Dalton, Jovan Jaeger, uh, and Ewok. This was another one of the number one contenders matches. And at one point, Joey Dalton was able to lift Ewok over his shoulders, which the crowd went crazy for. Um, but in the end, Ewok pinned Von Jaeger after a spine buster. So in the future, it's going to be Ewok versus Joey Jet Avalon to determine the number one contender for the uh, Wrestle League Championship. Oh, so I was, I was uh, right. This match was to become them uh, to be in a match number one contendership. Correct, correct. Okay. So those, I think their next time they're going to face off to determine the number one contender will be in October. Uh, yeah, October fourteenth, I believe. I Maybe. think that sounds right. October fourteenth or the twenty first. I don't exactly remember, but I will say that there's. More details to come, so I guess uh, stay tuned for that. Now, next we had a match for the Tag Team Champions. Uh, Big Mood making an appearance. So we had some Mateo Valentine action in, uh, in Homewood. And versus the Bro Bros. And there were lots of shenanigans in this match. At one point, the bros pulled out their vape and blew it right into Mateo Valentine's face, who didn't have the best of reactions to it. He did (laughs) puff some out, and then he was coughing for a good chunk of the match. (laughs) And it did become very competitive. Mateo and his partner were very, very... um, Jack Moody. Jack Jack Moody. Moody. I was trying to remember the name. I thought it was Jack Moody. So Mateo and Jack Moody were very, very aggressive on the bros. And it was super, super competitive. Uh, But in the end, the bro bros won and retained. Thank you, Nubby. And last, we had, in my opinion, the easily the match of the night between Jesus DeSafio versus Quinn Wittick. For the Wrestle League Championship, this match, I cannot stress enough, was fantastic. And the story around the whole match was Quinn trying to get the ref to disqualify him at any means necessary. He got super, super physical with uh, senior official Christian Torjan. Um and just kept beating down on Jesus to try to get him to stop the match. But when that didn't work, um, Quinn threw the referee into uh, Jesus, who then mistakenly thought it was Quinn and took him out with his finisher, and the ref was down. After this, Joey Dalton came out to try to even the odds since the ref was out, but he wound up being taken out by Jesus. Um, the, uh, while both those guys were down, Jesus hit a low blow on Quinn Wittick, which Christian Torijan saw, even though he was down, he did, he was starting to regain consciousness. That'll come back later. Um, but it allowed Jesus to pick up a pinfall win over Quinn. But 
because Christian Torijan saw that the um, saw the low blow, he reversed the decision, disqualified Jesus, and um, threw the match out. After the match, uh, Quinn went to go shake Jesus's hand, but Jesus retaliated and knocked him out. But last but not least, as Too Sweet was wrapping up, and this is a bit of a tie into Rocket Pro, Quinn cut a promo on Aaron Stone and told him he'll be going back to Joliet to get his shit back. And that was Wrestle League under siege. Nice. Solid, man. <clears throat> I also saw uh, Steve uh, Steve attacked uh, the artist formerly known as Russell Alltime. He did. He did. And I mean, that was a that attack will be as brutal as probably what Maximus Orion might give him this week on during the debate that those two are going to have. But it's still unclear if if J.R. Lindsay voted for the Novas. I mean, I'm sure he did. Better of. He'd be crazy not to. But the polls are over for that. Yep, that closed up uh, overnight. Solid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We got match cards and we got uh, 20 minutes. All right. We can do it. We can do it. Believe in us. All right. I got it. So CSW is this Friday, August 18th. For Extreme Intentions, 9757 Pacific Avenue in Franklin Park, Illinois. Front row is $30, $25 is general mission. Doors are open 6.30 p.m. Bell time, 7.30 p.m. If you cannot make it to the show this time, it will be live on IWTV Live. Unless it changes again. Because, you know, cars have to change. It happens. All right, special guests are Warhorse and the Extreme Badass, or was he the Innovator of Violence? Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, Tommy Dreamer. Yep. All right, heavyweight title. It'll be Conan Lycan, the champion, taking on number one contender, Marche Rocket. Uh, hate keeper Shane Hollister will be taking on the Warhorse. In a Ring of Destiny qualifier, it'll be Hades X1X versus Mario Pardua. For the tag team titles, it'll be Big Mood, the tag team champions, versus Team Sexy. There's Jax Johnson and Ryan Matthews, so they're not so sexy. Um, and then another tag match, it'll be Victor Iniestra and Eric Schultz, the scumbag attorney. Taking on Steve Boz and Tommy Dreamer. That is the card I have right now. More information will probably be throughout the week, so stay tuned to CSW on Facebook or social media everywhere for, for those matches to pop up again. Ex- Extreme Intentions this Friday, August 18th. 9757 Pacific Avenue, Franklin Park, Illinois, front row, $30.25 for general mission. Doors, 6.30 p.m. bell, 7.30 p.m. Can't make it. Go to IWTV Live. Ta-da. Ta-da.
And I think I'll just go right into POW Entertainment. Yeah, go for it, man. All right, so POW has a show this Saturday, August 19th, called Rumble in the Harbor. They are at the Schlatter Rec Center, 2709th Street in Winthrop Harbor, Illinois. It is way up north, by the way. Uh, front row is completely sold out. Second row is $17 in advance, 22 at the door. And general mission is 15 in advance and $20 at the door. For the advanced tickets, go to rumbleintheharbor.com. All right, the matches. Silas Young will be taking on Yanni GQ Giannos. Winner enters the tournament in Fox Lake in September. Tag team titles, the IPA the champions will be taking on Modern Decay. Chuck's Deluxe will be taking on Acid Jazz, who will be accompanied by Jerk Hedford. I mean, Chris Hedford. <laughs> uh, heavyweight title will be Moondog Murray, the champion, will be taking on Joey Mayberry with Jillian. There will be a battle royal to determine the new Midwest champion as... Uh, Mason Perks was stripped recently for God knows why. I think uh, Jimmy Blaze was mad that day. He's just mad that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, another tag match. We got the Revolution, which is Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom taking on Shane Eaton and Jay Scott. I believe they are also part of Chris Hedford's little minion group. And then Trog the Caveman will be taking on the Masked Marauder. Again, as POW Entertainment Rumble in the Harbor. August 19th at the Slatter Rec Center, 2700 9th Street in Winthrop Harbor. Front row sold out. Second row 17 in advance, 22 at the door. General Mission 15 in advance, 20 at the door. Rumble in the Harbor.com for those tickets in advance. Uh, real quick before you start with Destination 6, um, speaking of Power Entertainment, uh, who's the guest this week on the Power Hour? Jimmy Blaze. Yeah, Jimmy's actually making his rounds to all the podcasts, I guess. No, well, not all of them, even though he was invited, whatever. Uh, but he was on the Hillbilly Records podcast last week, and he's going to be on the Power Hour this week, so make sure you guys check out both of those shows so you can learn about uh, Jim Blaze. Um, I did invite him. He did say he'd uh, love to come on. Yeah, where is he? I didn't think he knew how to work a phone or a computer. He's, so. he's over. He's over on the power hours where he's at. But that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, I'm cool. We promote him, so it's all good. Oh yeah, I'm happy with him. I'm okay. Like I said, Steve. Steve's better at uh, interviews than I am. But I would love to have talked to Jimmy Blaze, but it's fine. It's cool. It's whatever. It's fine. I mean, I'm fine. Pac-Man. Destination 6, bro. What do you got? Destination 6. So we have this Saturday, In Your House, Volume 2, No House Rules. This will take place at 136 West Carroll Street in Macomb. Doors opening at 5. Bell time is at 6. 
$30 for VIP. Front row is $25. General admission is $20. Kids 10 and under, you're just $10. Um, again, this is kind of like a showcase series, um, but there are a lot of familiar faces on the show as well. Uh, we have Brutus Dillon, who will be taking on uh, 12 Gauge. We have a couple tag team matches. His members only is going to face off against the Highlight Reel. Um, Storm Nation will be taking off against the Entitled. Brohemoth, Brohemoth, Brohemoth is going to be fighting Zodiac. Cody Phillips versus John Gilbert. And for the Midwest Express Championship, Logan Myers will be going off against TDC's very own Connor Hopkins, the Wild Child. Again, this is Destiny 6 Wrestling, In Your House, Volume 2. No house rules. 136 West Carroll Street in Macomb. Doors open at 5. Bell time is 6. $30 for VIP. Front row is $25. General admission 20. Kids 10 and under, you're just $10. And that is that. The end. The end. Perfect. Alright. Uh. Is there anything else wrestling related we have to talk about uh on this episode? Um Well, some things or may or may not have happened over the weekend or at least Friday on WWE SmackDown. Somebody left WWE? Nah, he's not quitting. I know. But there are he's people not. out there who believe it. Wait, he's not? Yeah. Well, I know there was uh, there was a lot of speculation that Rikishi accidentally posted something on Twitter. Did you hear about that? I didn't hear no. about that. He uh, accidentally posted some promo video or promo shot of him in front of the payback uh, backdrop, hinting that he potentially might be a special guest referee with for a uh, Jimmy versus Jay match at payback. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't think no. Nah, I don't think he's really fucking going anywhere. Um, no. especially like I mean, because the thing is like Jimmy's the one that's married to uh, what fuck's her name Trinity. Yeah, also used to be known right, name. right. So it's the other twin that's married to her. Mm. Okay, so there's no reason for him to go because of her, and I don't see him wanting to leave. I don't see anyone really leaving WWE for AEW anymore because I don't think AEW has any more room left. Even though they got fucking four shows a week or whatever the fuck they're doing, and now that I mean they still got Ring of Honor, I, there's still just not enough room for everybody. I mean, they, they oh roster spot may have opened up with whatever happened with CM Punk and Ryan Nemeth. You guys been following that? Yeah, I saw there was some altercation with them. He and <laughs> was it uh Nemeth or whatever Nemeth, he's gonna yeah, be? Yeah, Ziggler's yeah. brother. Yeah, <clears throat> he's gonna be at uh, Starcast. I saw. Ooh, that should be interesting. I, I yeah. might go to that. There you go. I don't right. think Punk, I don't think Punk's, Punk is listed though, unless I missed him somewhere. Not yet. Yeah, they haven't advertised him yet. He was the like the big guy at the third one. I was at. I've been at all the ones in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was the big like headliner for the third one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know what they're doing with Jay and all that. Uh, it's all fucking goofy, but I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how it fucking pans out. They're giving something 
people to talk about. That's all it is. It's what yeah. they do. Yeah. Uh, what we got next week? Uh, we should have these results plus um, SCW and IPW. IPW's next week as well? IPW's Shit. 27th. Yep. It's the 27th. Holy. And SCW's the 26th. And Super Dude. Wrestling. And Dude, Super August Wrestling. is going by fast, man. Right? Yeah. I I start bowling on Sunday. Shit. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have results for these three shows, and we'll have three match cards next week. Well, potentially three shows. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God. All right, anything else wrestling related you guys want to bring up, mention, talk about? We good? I believe I'm good. Double J, you suck, and the rest of the LIM, I'm going to be thinking a lot about you. But other than that, I'm good. What a, what a petty bitch. But what I will say petty. we will be having the debate this week between Maximus O'Ryan and J.R. Lindsay on Pop Culture this Wednesday on the Lovely Intoxicated Podcast. So the... They're, they did each put stuff on the line for this. So if Maximus Orion wins the debate, there will be a panel of three of us to be named later that will decide the winner. Russell, J.R. Lindsay, can't do the Russell shuffle for 30 days. And if J.R. Lindsay wins the debate... Then Maximus Orion, the next time they do an RPW Fortnite Twitch stream, has to say that J.R. Lindsay is the best and that Pokemon is better than Star Wars. It's wow. simply the best. So big stakes. I can't take uh, uh, RJ Lindsay serious anyway. He's a Green Pit Packers fan. Yeah. He likes, I, Le- he likes LeBron James. I mean, I will say that I will be one of the um, people moderating and deciding on the winner. Based, and I'm going to call it right down the middle based on the facts that each man presents. I don't think you will. But if people want to submit questions, we will have a potpourri round where if you have <clears throat> questions specific to pop culture, professional wrestling, Star Wars, Pokemon, whatever you want to throw out there. Feel free to put them on our post on the Lovely Intoxicated Men Facebook page. And your question might be asked. Might be. Might be. You good? I'm Gucci, my man. Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching Just Drink Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. Um, and you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you uh subscribe, rate, review, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube. We're there. We're all there. Uh, Alpha Zeta Zeta. There we go. That's it. I believe we can. Ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle, Kawabunga. And I am Pac-Man PX, the podcast papa. Shut up. No, you know what? I'm going to say this. Shut up, Double J. Somehow I knew.
And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.